You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And pastor in the house, Bishop Richard Ayi, who is here to share a very, very powerful message with us. I don't know what's coming, guys. I don't know. But I know that it's going to be powerful. How many of you know that it's going to be powerful? So without further ado, I'd like you to stand on your feet. I don't think there's anybody who's not standing. And with a shout unto God, welcome our pastor who we miss so much. Bishop Richard Ayi. I'm not sure if you are allowed to shout, you know, because, so, she shout, it's, uh, it's enough, but uh, good to see, it's soundproof, right? Okay, good to see all of you, and um, it's a great blessing to come together. It looks as if we've really missed each other, isn't it? Are you feeling the missing? The, the mask is not helping me to identify who is who, but you can keep it on if it makes you safe. But I'm really, I was really checking who is who, who is which one, who is this one. But well, I think I can see some faces now. Wow. Where's Chooks? Ah, yeah, that's Chooks. Ochuku Chaka. Beautiful. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your mercies and your kindness and your help, Lord. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving us life, Lord. And thank you for bringing us together alive and well. We are grateful. Bless our gathering today, Lord. Let this gathering be a blessing. Let it be a blessing, Lord. Let it be nothing but a blessing, oh God. Thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Beautiful. You may take your seats. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Is there a way to congeal light up here for me? 
it's controlled by Apache people, so we don't have it. I think if we could lose the base also, that will be beautifully fantastic. Well, good to see all of you. And um, it's been it's been some months now, isn't it? But uh, it was too long. It's too long. But just when we decided, I decided to meet you guys every Wednesday. And then just yesterday, it looks as if things are things are changing again. So we'll see how it goes. So those of you who are here, you should count yourself blessed to have made it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's turned on on the wall there. You just have this key thing that you used to. Um, you know. Yeah, just find which one it turns it on and just turn it on. Yeah. You found something. Try something else. So I will know that. (laughs) Try one more. Try. Why not? Keep trying. Yes. It's a, what was I saying? I was saying it's a blessing to be here, isn't it? A blessing to see all of you. And um, it's a joy. So, I was, yes, I was telling you that I wanted to see you on Wednesdays. But now I'm not sure if that can work. So, those of you who are here, I don't know how they chose you. I don't even know who is here and the basis on which you are here. I saw a lot of messages from a lot of people all over the country asking me if they can come. But I said, I'm not, I'm not a border control official, so I don't know the rules that has been given. Yeah, so you have to, you have to learn how to obey your pastors, okay, and follow them, follow what they say, because if you pass by them, I give a different instruction. They will come and meet me and they will be in trouble. So when they say something, it means that you should know where it's coming from and it means that it applies. So when you try bribing me on the side to come, I mean, I'm no, I know I'm a nice person. You can always come to me, but sometimes, you know, it's, it may not be the best move. So I don't know how you've been chosen, but count yourself blessed that when they said come, you came. Yes. Okay, yes. And uh, there's always room for Anakazo and, and Anadea and Biazo. You should also remember that. I can't lie to you. There's always room for that. So sometimes, even when, sometimes even when you're not invited, you can find your way to invite yourself. Just, just don't ask me. Yes, don't ask me and don't quote me. 
just do your own thing. So when you arrive and you are sent back, you know that at least you tried. Yes. But when you arrive to and you manage to enter, then you can take a selfie and send to your friends who are afraid to come. That. That's why. That's why in the Bible, it's only Peter who has walked on water before. Yes. They were all there and they saw Jesus come and he got there. He said, Master, bid me to come. And Jesus said, Come. If you want to, if you want to walk on water like I'm walking, you to come. Yeah. So he got up and he walked. If you don't move and you always stay, you want to stay with the others, you will never walk on water. Yes. Sometimes you have to aim to be different from the 11 who don't want to do anything and who don't want to move. That's how you can walk on water. Yes. That's why, that's why we know about somebody called Caleb and Joshua. They said, Caleb said, give me this mountain. He said, I'm 85 years, but give me this mountain. I can do it. Instead of being like a normal 85-year-old with underlying health conditions and self-isolating, he said, give me the mountain and I can take it. So that's how we know about Caleb. We don't know about the other spies who went. We can't even remember their names, if their names exist anyway. So you should know that obey rules, but you should also know that there's always, it takes something to actually excel. So I'm telling you both sides, yes, without sending me messages. Yes, just do the right thing. But it's good to see all of you, and I'm sure you are happy you are here. I'm happy to see all of you. Today I want to um, talk to you about Christianity. Yes. I mean, every church service we talk about Christianity anyway, isn't it? But I want to remind you that we are still Christians. And um, how many of you will say that this season has been good for you? You've done well in your Christian faith. Well, have you backslidden? How many of you have backslidden? Oh, okay, but okay, you haven't done so well. How many of you think you haven't done so well? You could do better. Oh, okay. How many of you feel you've done well? It's been good. I mean, it's not pride to say it's been good. Yeah. I mean, I think it's been good. For me, it's been good. So how many of you would join me that it's been good? Yes, it's been good. It's been a good time. It's been, it's been a real good time for prayer. To pray. But um, if it's not been good, I pray that by the end of this service, you would receive strength and grace. Yes, because in case God gives us another chance or we have another chance to isolate for another season, you will be able to do even better. Okay, yeah, because as you can see, just six people can gather and things. It means that we have to prepare and be stronger again. How will not be sitting with hundreds of people together, but you have to learn how to be a Christian. That's why I said I'm going to talk to you about Christianity. How to be a Christian. You have to, you have to, be, you must be able to be a Christian. Even when you are somewhere alone by yourself, alone by yourself, it's going to be a Christian. You know, um, in, um, in my country of origin, wow, 
when you finish, when you finish sixth form, you do what we call national service for a year. So instead of going straight into uni, you have to, there's a year. So if you finish sixth form, what? How old are you when you finish sixth form? 17, 18? 18 years. So it means that by the time you're going to first year, you're 19. Okay. And then you stay, you do, you finish your course. When you finish your course, you have to do another national service for one year. And national service means that you can be sent anywhere in the country for anything, to go and do anything anywhere. Places you've not seen before. You've not even heard of it before. Yes. After sixth form, um, I didn't go anywhere. I worked in the hospital, which was walking distance from my house. So it was, it was, very, it was very nice. But, but after university, I was sent somewhere. And I always remember my parents saying that to me that it can be changed. And I said to myself, no, for the sake of adventure, I would like to go. It was a place, it was a place called tuna, as in the fish tuna. It's in the northern part of the country. Which, yes, in, in, um, in developing countries, the further you are from the capital, the least developed you are. Yes. So this was, this was a 13 and a half hour coach ride. Yes. So I sat on the coach. I sat on the coach at 12 noon. The coach moved off at 12 noon. I arrived 1.15 a.m. Up there. At Tuna. When I, when I got off the coach, it was pitch dark. Because there's no lights there. No lights there. The only thing I saw were the red lights backlights of the coach going and there I said to myself what have I done what have I done I mean what have I done mind you I don't know anybody I don't know anybody I don't know anybody I don't know where to go national service standing there with my little bag I've carried with my clothes and digestive biscuits. <laughs> and I remember as the bus disappeared into the dark, everything was black. 1.15 a.m. Do you understand 1.15 a.m.? Quiet. The only thing, the only sound I could hear now was this. Do you know the insect called crickets? Yes. So the only sound I could hear was crickets. And then pigs, snorting pigs. And I was standing there and I didn't know, I didn't know what, to, look, I didn't know what to do. 
and there were no houses. I couldn't see any house. I've just been dropped by the roadside because I told the driver, this is where I'm going. I don't know where it is. So when you get there, can you tell me that we've arrived? And I thought that in about some six hours we'll be there. But there were six hours we are not there. Ten hours we are not there. Thirteen hours. Thirteen hours and a bit. Then he shouted. Tuna. Suddenly, in the middle of the night, a little boy appears. He was about this high. He appears. And he spoke a language. And I said to him, I don't understand. Then he switched to English. He must be an angel. That boy must be an angel. But it was a very scary thing. So I spoke English with him. Then he said, Who is like, who am I looking for? And I said, I don't know who I'm looking for. Then he said, Do you want somewhere to sleep? Then I said, Yes, I would like somewhere to sleep. Then he said, Come. So this little boy, little boy, I'm sure he's old, but he's short. Yes. So I followed him. I followed him through some swampy tall grasses followed him then suddenly I saw some hats do you know a hat with touched roofs I saw something like hats like this then he went to one and he banged on the door and some man came out then he spoke the language that I didn't understand to the man and pointed at me then the man said come so I said, thank you to a little boy. And he disappeared. He went wherever he went. So I followed this man into this room. When we entered, there was one bed. People, hey! listen to my story. There was one bed, one bed with four people on it. And then there were about another, I, I couldn't count, but there was about another four on the floor in the small room then he said lie down <laughs> so now so now these two I'm a traveler or a traveler I've not eaten since morning traveler so just so now the, these four people on the bed are asleep so I had to you know, approached the bed from the foot end. So as I got on, I just nudged them and then start almost like, mm, they, just, they just moved the bed and made room for me in the middle. Now there's a pillow. How do I put my head on the pillow? Somebody's pillow. So I remember I took my top off because the room was very hot. So I took my top off to put it on the pillow so I can put my head on my, on my shirt. Yes, because it's not safe to put my head on the pillow. When I put my head on it to lie down like this, I realized that the person lying here was drunk. So all the alcohol was coming. So I turned, I turned 
to face this way. The story was the same. So I had to. (laughs) Now the problem is, how do I sleep? I can't sleep. So I said, telling myself, it will be two o'clock soon. Then three, four, five. By six o'clock, I'll be up. I'll run out of this bed. So I lay there for the number of hours. When I heard, I, I don't know what I heard. I said, this is it. I just stood up. By that time, I think the alcohol and things has worn off. They were it's almost like they were even say, Who is this stranger? When, when did he come? To say, hello, hello. And I just put my shirt on. And I went outside and I, I saw the guy who came to open the door. I said to him, that, look, this is who I am. I'm a national service personnel. I've come here. He said, no problem, I should come. He's taking me somewhere. So he took me to the office of the national service people. Ipo, you like stories, though. <laughs> so he took me there. When I got there, too, this guy said, you have come to the wrong place. He said, this is the right place you'll be posted to, but this is not where to report to. I'm supposed to report somewhere 10 hours away. So I asked him, I asked him, how do I get to that place? He said, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He said, I should, stand by, I should stand by the roadside. Any car that is passing by, I should just stop the car. They will take me. 10 hours away, 10 hours. So I stood by the roadside and I saw a pickup truck coming. Early in the morning, early. By now, I'm sure it's about 8 o'clock-ish. So I stopped the, f- the first pickup I saw. So he asked me, where am I going? The place is called Tamale. Which is about 10 hours from Tuna. I said, I'm going to Tamale. He said, look, young man, you will not get a car from here to that place. There's a place called Damongo. I'll take you there. Then from there, you find another one. To Tamale. That's the best way. So I said, no problem. I, I want to move. So I was going to enter his pickup. I realized that inside was full. So where should I sit? He said, to the bucket. The back. So I said, no problem. I threw my bag in there. And I climbed in there. What was in there? Yam and goats. <laughs> So I joined it. I was taken to the first place. Then I got another one. But, but the, from that place, from Damongo to Tamale, was normal transport people. So they, they collect money. These ones were free lifts. This is a free lift. So I paid. I sat on it. Then I arrived in Tamale. Tamale is a, it's a capital of the northern region. So it's like a, a bit of a city. So, when I got out to... Now, by the time I arrived in Tamale, I arrived in Tamale, since 8 o'clock, I arrived in Tamale around 5.30 p.m. Yes. 
around 5.30, I mean, in the evening, in the evening. So all offices were closed. So again, where do I go? I don't know anybody there. I don't know anybody. So I went to the office I'm supposed to go to the half closed. When I got there, the security man said, there's nobody here. So I said, I said, so, I mean, what should I do? He said, no problem. Come. <laughs> On our way as we were walking, I can't remember where, but I saw either a car or something, a mirror to see myself. Because I haven't seen myself since the previous day that I left home. When I looked at myself, look, I've been, tri- I mean, tra- I've been traveling on red, red roads. The roads are not tired. When I looked at myself, my hair, my hair was brown, red, red brown. My eyelashes were red. I said, I, I was wondering that, how come nobody has told me? <laughs> my eyelashes. I had a bit of a mustache. It's gone. Brown. Everything was red, red sand, brown on me. And I looked. I said, "Then I looked at myself. You know, you can be walking and you've not looked at yourself. My shirt had gone red brown. I didn't even realize my black trousers was red brown from head to toe." Then he took me to this house. I don't know which house it was and who it was. But this time when I got there, I was given a room to myself. I took, I mean, later I found out who the man was. I had to give him a, a bedroom, an ensuite bedroom, my own shower and bathroom. You can imagine how long I stayed in that shower for. When I came out, I was taken to another room. It was a dining room. The table had been laid. Have you seen different sets of dishes? And it was there. And I was told, sit down and eat. Hey! I didn't even know where to start. And I I remember I kept wondering, who am I and where am I? Why are they treating me? Why are they treating me so well? But they treated me well. This was on a Friday. So I stayed there Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Sunday night, I I was even taken to the football stadium to go and watch football. (laughs) Tamale can work. If I wanted to stay there, but I didn't have a choice. And then Monday, they took me to the office and they sent me back to Tuna. where I had to stay I lived there for a year no church that's my point that's where I'm coming to there was no church there no church no church I think there was a Catholic church I mean there's a Catholic church there for one year I never went to church yes I was sharing I was sharing an apartment with a Muslim guy and a guy who I don't know what he believes in. He was, he was with us. There were three guys, three of us there. I was a serious Muslim. But, you know, 
at the end, at the end of our term, of our whatever the, this Muslim guy wrote a letter to me. He gave me a letter. In the letter, he said, of all my life as a practicing Muslim, I've never felt like giving up my faith till I lived with you and I spent time with you. I feel like I want to be a Christian because your life was very, very challenging. He said, I watched you. He said, we're there together. I never said it, but I was watching you. This is his confession in his letter. He said, I was watching you. And he started listing the things. You never did this. You never did this. You don't do this. Don't do this. You stood for what you believed in. I had no pastor there. I had no shepherd there. I had no church there. There was no mobile phone. There was no landline. There was nobody to communicate with. I didn't see my father for one year. I didn't see my mother for one year. I stayed there. I stayed there. Alone as a Christian. And I live by the grace of God as a Christian. As a Christian alone. No follow-up. Nobody even knew where I was to come and follow. All my people, they were 13 and a half hours away. I don't think it even occurred to anybody that let's go and visit this boy and see what is happening to him there. I lived there. At the end, my testimony came from a Muslim, an unbeliever. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you that, look, being isolated and there's no church fellowship. It's not, it's not going to be new in your life. And it's not going to be the only season and the only time. You are blessed to have flow prayer, prayer meetings, flow, flow services, unity services. You have all sorts of things. Look, you don't have an excuse for not doing well because your shepherd is not there or there's no church. So, it brings me, by now I should be ending my sermon. It brings me to describing, describing Christianity to you that Christianity, it's like, it's like, remind me today that I'll go to read just four, four passages to you, okay? So if I've read two or three, Remind me that um, there's one more I haven't read. I hope I remember all. But I have four passages I want to read to you. Christianity is like baking cake. How many of you know how to bake cake? Oh, you shall spend this season to learn how to bake cake. You should bake. You must be into bakings. Yes. Every baking. Or maybe, or maybe even cooking. Maybe even cooking. But you see, in, in baking or cooking, there could be several ingredients. But a couple of them are always key. It's like without it, without it, your cake won't come out as cake. I saw, I saw a picture of somebody's cake the other day. No, it wasn't cake. She had made bread. 
I saw a picture of a bread. The bread looked like a UFO. I said, I said, I said, what is this? Are you here? Are you, are you listening to me? Yes. The bread, I mean. Because he had missed out on a key ingredient that you need. And that is how, that's how your Christianity, see, I told you that story. First to tell you that, you know, being isolated. You see, perhaps maybe sometimes it's as if we've not understood church. That going to church, going to church is actually to train us to know God for ourselves and to know God more. That's how come I can I can live for a year without church. Now I can even do it more. It will even be more, it will even be easier for me. I can live, I will live. He will be doing my friend, he will be doing his thing. I used to I used to even start before him by the time they wake up I'm sure my voice wakes them up by the time they wake up I'm in there I've also taken over the house so he also come and sit down and do his thing and change this and do this. I'm also praying. I'm also speaking in time, praying serious. I'll read my Bible. He doesn't read any book. So you see, there in life, you can't even tell how life will go, but there will be moments, moments and times and seasons when things are not as normal as you are used to. And it's not, it's not meant, it's not meant to take you down or for you to resign as a believer. Sit down. Let's read my, let me read my first passage. Yes. No, 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 it's not meant at all. Rather, when you see yourself struggling like some of you are saying, it's a sign of something which can be corrected and which you must correct. Yes. Matthew 24 is my first verse I'd like to read. And then I'm going to introduce to you that all-important Ingredient that you need in your Christian life to make it because you will make it. You make it. Imagine, imagine if Jesus had come during this COVID season. Will you make it to heaven or not? Hey, if Jesus had appeared, or if Jesus should appear, because they are saying they are expecting a second wave. The second wave, and we are all grounded again, and Jesus appears. Hey. 
What will happen to you? Daniel will tell you that you had, you had flow service. And flow, Daniel, Daniel who went into the lions then, he will tell that you had flow service. I had lions. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They will tell you that we had fire. We were being killed. You had, you had masks so that you won't die. You had mask, you had hydroxychloroquine, you had zinc, you had vitamin C. You were advised, even your pastor was a, past, a, a doctor advising you to take vitamin C, to take zinc. You had all these things to protect yourself. He said, you t- they, will tell you, they will tell you that we were put into fire. Instant death. you couldn't make it, you are saying that in the midst of all these things, you are really struggling you will not struggle again Matthew 24 and Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple wow and Jesus said unto them see ye not all these things verily I say unto you there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Are you taking the words of Jesus seriously? Then listen to him seriously. Listen to him very, 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 very seriously because he's speaking to us. He's saying that many shall come and say, not a few, not few. Many will come and say they are the Christ. They say that, don't be deceived. Then he says that, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do you hear of wars? See that you do not be troubled For all these things must come to pass But the end is not yet Then he says that For nation shall rise against nation And kingdom against kingdom And there shall be famines Proper hunger And there shall be pestilences That is diseases (laughs) And there shall be earthquakes in diverse places that he says that all these are the beginning of sorrows. <laughs> it's like telling a, a pregnant lady when she's due that when you see these things, she's nice when they see some signs that they feel like it's time the baby is coming. They told her, no, 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 no. This is the beginning. Just relax. Just relax. Just relax. Just relax. It's not, it's not it yet. You are not there yet. But it should tell you that you are on course. You're on course. When my wife had her first child in the hospital, she said she was in labor. We said labor, everything is labor. As she was there, 
She wants water. She was sending me like water, ice cubes, pillow. I'm sure I, I must have gathered about 10 pillows into that room. <laughs> Moving from room to room, stealing pillows. Yes, my wife wants pillow. But I bring the pillow. Put the pillow here. No, you're not putting the pillow down properly. Put the pillow here. Hey! I said, hey, this thing is not easy, oh. So the midwife came, one of her rounds, to check on her. So, which one there? My wife is suffering. I was talking. I said, look, she's a neighbor. She's really. Then she said to me, no, she's not in labor. He said, she said, this is not it. I said, Ewo. What is, what is it going to be like when we get there? Because I've known, I've known this woman for years. This is not how she behaves. She doesn't behave like this. So if this is not labor, then what is it? She went away. A few hours she came back. By the time she came back, we've been in the room for about 30 to 45 minutes. She's not said a word to me. No ice cubes, no Fanta, no Coca-Cola, no pills. She doesn't need anything. She's just there. Bloodshot eyes. Just there cooling. I was wondering. I was thinking that now she's very calm. I mean, things are okay. When the midwife came and she was leaving the room, she didn't, she didn't say anything. She just said to me, this is it. This is it. It's like we are there now. It's like you are waiting for, you are waiting for labor. This is labor. It's almost as if to say, can you say, there are all those fanciful water, I'm thirsty. It means that you are well. <laughs> so Jesus is also saying that these things will come but it is the beginning. It is the beginning. So if you are going to backslide here at the beginning, then what will you do when the real things start to push the Savior back onto the earth? What are you going to do? So this is the beginning. It's just the beginning. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. So you better, you better tell yourself that, look, no matter what, I will be there. As for heaven, I will make it to heaven. Yes, I will make it. Because if you see, look, look at the big, big things. Wars, troubles, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilences. I mean, pestilences. It means not just COVID-19. There could be COVID-2021. COVID-21, COVID-27. COVID, uh, uh, I mean... Hmm. Yes. You should live to tell your grandchildren's stories about COVID 19. Look, once upon a time in England, we're all wearing masks. When we go to church, we see we all our faces and noses are covered. Hmm. And there'll be earthquakes. It's not a it's not a joke to experience an earthquake. But all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then he said, then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. Nobody has arrested you for serving God. Your life is not in danger. <laughs> and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. 
Some of us, we don't want to be hated because we serve God and because we are Christians. We don't want to be hated. We want to be everybody's friend. And he said that, and many, and then shall many be offended and betray one another and shall hate one another. You see, many will start, you see, one of the things you should watch carefully is when Christians start criticizing Christians. That's how I usually tell you that. Don't join that discussion or that debate. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't start fighting. Don't start. It's because it's not like unbelievers against Christians. It's like Christians against Christians. Many shall be offended and shall betray one another. He's talking, he's talking to Christians. The Christian, one Christian will betray another Christian. One Christian will come on Twitter and blast another Christian. And expose another Christian. And say things about another Christian. That you, you are like this. You, you are this. You are doing this. You, is it not because of this? It's all these things, all these things are signs of something. It's not the time for you to say, I'm not going to be a Christian anymore. Look at what, what Christians, they have, they have the, which, which church, which church, would um, Daniel say that he's leaving to go and join another church? He, he's, he's in a lion's den. Which church? There's nowhere to go. But you see Christians today, I'm leaving this church, I'm going to another church. Then you start saying stories in, in order to justify, justify the stupidity of the decision. You start coming up with reasons to explain. To explain why I'm going, I'm going here, I'm going here because there is this, because there is this, because the lady pastor said this, because the uh, um, 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 brother pastor said that, because there this, this, this. I mean, it's like you, you even you even wonder that is it is it mental illness or what, what is it? What can it be? What are you looking for? If you are going, nobody says don't go. But if you are going, go quietly. But you are fulfilling scripture. Hating one another. Stirring up. Stirring up hatred. (laughs) Stirrers of hatred. Among the brethren. Oh this person is like this. Oh this church is like that. Oh that church is like that. And you are going to another church. Look I'm not talking about unbelievers. I'm not talking about unbelievers against Christians. Betray one another. Hate one another. Look, when Satan is employing you, you have to open your eyes and see and tell yourself, no, 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 no. Satan, I can't do this job for you. I can't do this job for you. I can do, I'll do anything and do other things, but don't use me, don't use me against the body of Christ. If you want to go, yes, go quietly. But don't, don't explain with lies. Verse 11. We are getting there. We are closing soon. And many false prophets shall rise and shall, and shall deceive many. Many false shall do. And because of that, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. 
Watch it when you laugh, when someone's laugh, not you, it will not happen to you. Watch it when someone's love, love for God, love for the things of God, love for the house of God, love for the brethren is freezing. When someone is becoming cold, when you find yourself becoming cold, becoming cold, it's been, it's been prophesied by Jesus that the love of many shall wax cold. There'll be no love. People that when they see you at train stations, bus stops will be excited. Hello, we'll give a hug. When they see it's like nothing. Nothing. There's no love. There's no interest. It's like we don't even care who you are and what you are. And I mean, it's like, so what? From that church, eh? from that place, because iniquity shall abound. Can you see, can you see wickedness in the world? There's wickedness in the world. Violence, wickedness, iniquity. People can do bad things. Bad, I mean, there are bad people. I'm telling you, people can, people can do bad. People know how to do bad things. Wicked, wicked people. Because I see people talking. Criticize the church. I said, ah, but this person... This person, when she was in the church, what was she doing? Because of love. We never, we never said anything about what she was up to. And even why she left. Look at her today. Look at her mouth today. Wickedness. It says, it says you see, sometimes when somebody doesn't talk, it's as if the person is the weaker person. Because the Bible says that love covers all sins. All saints, love covers all saints. All saints. But for people to make people feel that they are good, then they start coming up with wicked stories. Wicked. Lies, liars, liars who will perish in hell. Iniquity shall abound, and the love of many shall wax gold. May your love never wax cold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Know it when your love is is getting cold. When the temperature of your love is dropping. When now you don't like what you like, you used to like. You're not excited. You're not bubbly. Have you seen a beloved leaving another beloved before? The, The love starts waxing cold. Yeah. You won't respond to text messages. You won't respond to WhatsApp. There'll be no calls. You won't call. Who mind you? They all, all is like you see. The person is winding down. Yeah. Exit strategy. Yeah, it's like I'm chasing. Like the person is checking out. Because you used to talk all the time, isn't it? Talk all the time. Chat all the time. Suddenly. Suddenly, he doesn't respond or she doesn't respond. I'm trying to explain, love of many shall wax cold. When you say, can we meet up? Say, I'm busy. When you say, can we, can you say, can we do it another day? Can we do it another time? And that time never comes. Verse 13. This is the verse I've been looking for. 
This way, this way I'm going. This way I'm going with all the plenty talking. This way, this way I'm going. I, I just want to show you that, that ingredient. Yes. It says that, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same person shall be saved. Yes. The same person shall be saved. You have to know what is at stake. What is at stake is salvation. It's that you can be saved. And you know, there are, that's why I said that, it's like baking cake. There are different ingredients that you use. But one is always key. There's always a key one. Like cooking, there's always a key one. Do everything right and miss that one. You cannot eat the food. You can't eat it. You will see all the things that you think are the major things, major players. You see all of it there. We have this thing we call PFI. Pastors Fellowship International. Yes. Where pastors Sunday after church, whatever come together, eat, laugh, happiness, happiness. That's where that's where bonding really happens. No, not with me. There's no there's no data there. It's just it's just food, food and movies. That's when we watch Rambo. Yes. In case you are wondering, what time do these pastors have to watch these Rambo things? We watch them at PFIs. So I remember, I remember this particular PFI when I arrived. I got a little bit late when I arrived. Because sometimes there are different, different cooks. The pastor's wives or the ladies. I mean, I mean, ladies are the ones who cook. Okay, so always remember that it's ladies who cook. When you marry, don't tell your husband that you cook on Wednesdays, I cook on Thursdays. So the ladies would have cooked. So I remember I arrived late. When I arrived, when I arrived, and I was ready to eat, then my, my wife whispered to me, but she didn't do it properly. She said, she said, is it instead of saying that, instead of saying that, she should have said something like, well, the pie is very nice. I think you should have some pie. I mean, you always, maybe, can you put it nicely? Maybe you always, you always, you always have um, chicken. Today, have some pie. Yes, to dissuade me from the chicken so I can have the pie. She, she said it in a way that it didn't work. So I said, I said, no, I want some pies. I mean, if it's pie, I said, I want some pies. Then, then the lady who had made the pies was around. So now I'll serve the pies. Then, my wife can sit next to me so I don't make much noise or any. Because the people didn't know how to stop me. So I put this thing in my mouth. And it was really bad. I mean, really bad. It it wasn't edible. So, you see, you can't spit it out. You have to find a way to swallow it. So, 
I said, mm, mm, whoa, what is this? Listen, not knowing, not knowing. Because now my wife is desperately nudging me to keep it cool. Not knowing the lady who made it was behind the door. Because she know, she's checking how I react. Because she knows that it's gone wrong. Because looking through the door, what Rachel? So this is when my wife said, no, it's from. I said, ah, but it's bad. <laughs> no other person burst into the room that I was sitting to take the thing from me than the owner, the person who cooked this. It's almost like it's okay, it's okay. So when she went, then my wife told me the story that she said something went wrong. I said, ah, she also could keep keep quiet then. I kept saying, ah, but why did she bring it then? Why did she, why is she, is it being said? (laughs) Why is it here? But you see, when you look at, when you look at that particular dish, when you look at it, all the major players were there. So it looked nice. It looked interesting. So actually they understand why I was being told that I shouldn't eat that. I should choose something else. I didn't understand. This nice thing, let me eat it. It's like trying to be like a don't sound when your pastors are telling you that oh, you know, something you can't say anything about the person. You'll just be told oh, what about uh, what about Mirini? Have you considered Mirini? And you are also saying that no, this one, you see, all, all, all the pastor is saying to you is that this one is better than this one that you are putting your eyes on. But because of data protection, we can't tell you everything. Mm? Is that the Benson guy? Okay. I recognize you even with your mask on. Yes. So I'm saying to you that in Christianity, you see, you may have the church, nice pastor, dancing stars, nice building, nice, nice revelations from the pastor. Not from you, from the pastor. Mind you, it's the pastor who is preaching, not you. You come and receive it and you are happy. You may have all the big things. You have the beloved. Nice beloved is working. You are married. You have the children. One boy. One girl. Perfect family. Perfect family. That's the ideal family. With a husband that is cool and chilled. He sits at the back to my left hand side. Your child, your child turns five years old, starts school today. <laughs> I mean, by this time, you see, by this time, 
you'll be saying that the church is nice. Yes. The church is nice. The church is nice. Because you've not, you've not been posted to Tuna yet. Or you've not experienced a pestilence that will isolate you to test an all-important ingredient in your Christian life. What Jesus is showing us today, he's saying that, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. The ingredient that you need is called endurance. Endurance. Yes, endurance. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Endurance. You need, you've got to. Am I allowed to sit on this chair? I don't know, it looks like a trap. I don't know why it's there. I've never seen it before, so I don't know why it's there. Yes. You need, and sit down. You need endurance. It's a major ingredient. I'm telling you, it's major. It's major. If you've ever thought, if you've ever thought it's the other things. You know, this story I was just telling you, this lady, the thing that she put in was excess salt. Too much, I mean, there was too much salt. Too much salt. I mean, too much. When I say too much salt, it's as if you are chewing salt. No, no, no. no. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what type of person can eat that food. You need endurance. Need endurance. Endurance. Other translations use the word perseverance. Perseverance. You need to be able to press through with your faith. With your faith. Now, when you're enduring, it means there's difficulty. There's difficulty. It it means everything is not the way you would wish or dream it would be. You think you're the only one with desires? Whatever you wish you have, whatever good thing you wish you have, I want to announce to you that everybody has the same desire and the same wish. But everybody doesn't get it. Everybody doesn't get it. Sometimes people get some of the people get the opposite. You see, everybody has a test, a test they are going through, an exam they are writing. Everybody has their own exam. Everybody has their own exam. I remember this national service story I was telling you. I remember when my flatmates, the one that has no ID. And the other one, it's almost like they go to time. It's like it's girls they want. Okay. I, I remember, I remember standing up like Peter standing up and explaining what it means about speaking in tongues. The men and brethren, not here, not here, not not the apartment that I live in, not here. It can't happen here. You can't do that. Hmm. <laughs> I said, not here. It can't. I 
I said, no, 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 you can't do that. Why? Then I'll give them verses. Because it's my, it's my chance to preach. That's like I'm the guy who wrote that letter to me. But I watched you. You never did this. He said, I've only heard people say they are like this, but when it gets, things get tighter, then it's almost like they throw everything out of the window. You will not throw everything out of the window. Amen. Everything you've heard and you've learned, you will not throw it out of the window Amen. because there is a time and there's a season in everybody's life where you have to endure, 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 persevere, persevere, hold on, hold on. Things are difficult. Things are tight. Things are not normal. It's tiring. It's frustrating. But Jesus said, you know, he said, except a man be born again, he said, he won't be saved. He said, you must believe and be saved. The same person, he's saying that, look, he that shall endure to the end is the one who shall be saved. You can be born again today. No endurance, you end up in hell. You have to endure. If you are going to uni, you're going to first year or you're in uni. When you get there, you have to endure. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a field of temptation. Yeah, it's the place. It's the place where suddenly you feel liberty. You feel free. You feel like, I can do anything. I can do anything that I want. And you see, that's a, it's, it's comparable to now that not meeting physically. Because for some of us, we've been okay because it's like, oh, Sunday service is coming. Right after Sunday, it's like, oh, there's center meeting. Oh, then there's rehearsals. So there's no time, there's no time to play the fool. Yes, yes, yes. Or there's no time to pay attention to a lingering temptation or a lingering spirit. But, but a time comes when there's no center meeting. There's no church service. There's nobody who can visit you. No, we can't even visit you. It is you. The only thing you will do is that you will click some button and say that, yes, I'm here. Watch party. I'm here. I came. I came. I came. Yes. Take and say, yes, my screenshot. I'm here. But whatever you are doing or you do there, nobody knows. What you need to survive. And the scripture says there shall be pestilences. There shall be famines. There shall be earthquakes. Wars. And rumors of wars. Nation against nation. Kingdom against nation. All these things when they start happening. You can't go out. We can't, we can't meet. Even if we want to meet. We can't meet. Would you even thank God that we are able to watch services online. We are able to attend church. But I'm telling you that in your attending church and in being the service, what you need to stay alive is that thing called endurance. Endurance. That for as long as this COVID season will last, I will endure. It will not be that after COVID season when we are looking for you, you've backslidden. Or you've given up the faith. Or you are falling into sin. Or you fall into all sorts of problems. Rather, it's has a season to endure. That's my first scripture. How many scriptures does I say I'll read? Four. Which one should I read next? 
I think it should be Mark chapter 13 or Mark 15. Wait, I'll, I'll find it for you. Are you ready for Mark? Mark is coming. Mark will be a short one. Ah, it's Mark 13. Which is, 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 it talks about a similar thing, similar story. Okay. And Jesus, verse 5, and Jesus answering them began to say, take heed lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and shall deceive many. So you are walking through Pekam and those you see all those preachers trying to confuse you. you. You have to be because there again your shepherd is not there to remind you of scriptures that what is being said is not true. Every, every good lie has an element of truth in it. Yes, lies are believable. Lies are believable. If lies were not believable, no, there be nobody who would be who, who would believe in, a, in in any lie. That one is called deception. You've been deceived. It means that you have believed in a lie. And when you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be not troubled. For such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes die in diverse places, and there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Anytime I read this passage, I always remember, I always remember my wife in labor. Or, or having contractions for her first child. He's saying that she's in labor. Give me water. I want ice cubes. I always remember ice cubes. Running through hospital corridors looking for ice cubes. And then pillows. When I've used all the pillows in the room, the person needs more pillows. I have to go in places looking for pillows, gathering pillows. Only for a midwife to come and tell me that this is not it. A person in labor doesn't look for pillows. They will not ask for pillows. She will not ask for anything. She will be thinking about her life. You can imagine what happened by the second time. I didn't go, I didn't go anywhere. I was speaking in tongues. <laughs> by, the, by the third one, by the third one, I said, hurry up. I have a wedding today. I'm officiating a wedding. Hurry up. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Come on, chop, chop, girl. Come on, girl. You are doing well. Five centimeters. You are getting there. Seven. You are getting there. Eight. Come on, push. Push hard. Push fast. The wedding, the wedding is in two hours. Come on. <laughs> let's, do, let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Come on. Come on. Sharp, sharp. Sharp, sharp. Sharp, sharp. So, okay. See you after the wedding, okay? I'll be back. But the first one was for ice cubes and pillows. And I found all. I brought all. Like a, like a good boy who has been sent. Madam, here are your pillows. More pillows. Here. Even when I bring the pillow, I'm, I'm showed where to put the pillow. So the pillow has to fit in a certain angle so she can relax. Hey! Boys are bread. 
Man tire, woman, no, no. It means boys are struggling. Yes. Boys are bread. It means boys are struggling. And boys are tired. The man tire, woman, no, no. You understand that one? Man is tired, woman doesn't know. Woman, no, no. No. No, no. It's which one comes first? N O. N O first. And then K N O W. Yes. So, woman, no, no. In real PG, you just say, woman, no, sabi. <laughs> yeah. Woman, no, sabi, say, man, tire. Yeah. Yeah. You're learning pigeon. Yes. There's a BBC channel that's BBC pigeon. Mm. Yeah, pigeon is a real language that people speak. It's a real language. It's a written language, right? Yes. Anyway, let's finish our reading. We have two more verses. Two more verses and, and 15 minutes. Okay. But take it to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues you shall be beaten, and you shall be and you shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations. Verse eleven. And when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak, neither do ye premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son, and children shall rise up against their parents, and shall cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Endurance, perseverance. You need endurance. You need, in this Christian walk, race, fight, you need endurance. Endurance. You shall be hated of all men. You can't stand to be hated by uh, um, even your cousin. Yes. Of you, you, you will backslide because your friend hates you. You shall be hated for all men for different reasons, for different reasons, but all because I'm a Christian. I say I am a Christian. I say I am a Christian. Everybody has their test. Your test will be different from my test, but it's a test for you. That's the exam that has been given to you to write. You can't be jealous and say, you, your exam is different. Your exam is easy for you. No, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. Mm. Everybody's exam. You just have to learn how to focus and concentrate on your exam. And finish. Have you been in the same room writing an exam with your beloved before? It has happened to me. Ah, let's go. No, no, no. 
it happened to me. I was in final year. My wife was, my wife was a year behind me. I don't know who made that arrangement in the exam hall. But when I sat down, when I sat down, I was facing this, when I sat down to my left hand side, right, left, not like few chairs away, next door, next door to me was my beloved. Me too. I said, I mean, I just said to myself, this is not fair. And then within one hour, 15 minutes, she got up and left. And I was sitting there. You see, by this time, I'm wondering that no, no. She shouldn't be thinking that I'm struggling. <laughs> because, because my exam is for three hours. So when I left, when I finished and I walked out of the exam hall, I walked straight to her room. When I entered, I said, how long was your exam for? <laughs> and she said, one hour and 15 minutes. I said, oh, okay, mine was three hours. Mine was Just in case you think that there's a problem. <laughs> there was no problem. <laughs> but there was a conspiracy to put her next to me to confuse me that exam. All I'm saying to you is that your exam is different. Somebody had one hour, 15 minutes. I had three hours. But we're in the same room. Like the same church. It looked as if we're writing the same exam. But we're different. We're writing different things. You have to, each person has to concentrate and endure to finish this. Give me Romans chapter 5. We're closing. Romans. Romans 5. Verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Is it darling who is doing the verses today? Is it? Hi, darling. Verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You, you are not following the scripture. So let's start from verse 1 again. You are not following. You are not following. Yes, you are looking at Darlene, isn't it? So let's read again from verse 1. Therefore, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Say beautiful. Yes. <laughs> okay. Verse 2. <laughs> by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now verse 3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Hey. Do you glory in tribulations? <laughs> he said, but we glory also in tribulations. We are not just glorying in this grace wherein we stand. It's like grace, but the grace. We glory in the grace where we stand, where we have been given access to God through Jesus Christ. We are glorying in things, having hope 
They say here, here. He said not only, not only that, but we glory in tribulations. Why? Why? Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Darling, can you give me another translation for, for this one so that we can, we can understand verse 3? Yes. It says that we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance. Hey. That that main ingredient that we need for salvation that we need to make it to heaven so when you see when you see tribulation the scripture is saying that we rejoice when we see it we rejoice when there's temptations and there's tests why do we rejoice because we know that it is helping us develop a very key major ingredient in our Christian walk called endurance endurance without, without it you will make it without it you will make it without stamina you will make it no 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 you will make it so from today don't shy away from problems when you see a problem don't say because of a problem I'm leaving the church or because, because of a problem I won't talk to my pastor again or because of a, because of a problem, I'm doing this. No, he said, said, rejoice. We can rejoice. No, because we know that we know we know that they help us develop endurance. Verse four. And no, 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 no. Stay there. Stay where you were. NLT. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. <laughs> this is Bible study. Go Bible study. Just we're just Bible study. This Bible study. This Bible study. Can you can you imagine how your life will be if you have your quiet time all the time and you read your Bible? That you read your Bible. This was he said, endurance develops strength of character. So you see that when you don't have endurance, then character becomes questionable. The people begin to do all sorts of things. And then we begin to question, are you a Christian? Are you not a Christian? Can't you forgive? Mercy, forgive. Just forgive. It's okay. It's okay. Forgive. Can't you control yourself? Control yourself. There's a God. Trust in God. It's like like character is thrown out of the window when there is no endurance. But endurance develops strength of character. Trials and problems develops endurance then endurance develops strength of character. And then character strengthens the fact that we will make it to heaven. The hope of salvation. It gives us a steady, constant expectation that I will make it. I am making it. I am making it. But you see, when there's no endurance, and there's no character, People start thinking, 
Do you really believe there's a heaven and a hell? That's it. Because they started failing. They are failing. They are, fa- they are failing away from your eyes. They've backslidden. They've, lo- they've lost the plot. That's why they start asking you certain questions and saying things to you. And you will be thinking that what they are saying is genuine. But you don't know the reason why they are behaving the way they are behaving. They've lost it. You know, many years ago, many years ago, when people become funny in the church, they are leaving the church. I used to, I used to feel very sorry for myself. I said, what well, is this something that I said? Is it my preaching? Maybe I said something in the preaching. Oh, oh, Mr. 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 Richard. Mr. Richard, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I used to feel sorry for myself. But I'll tell you something. I don't anymore. Because I've discovered, I've discovered when people are doing their thing, there's a reason they never say. And usually, usually, oh, go and read the book, Backsliding. Do you have one? Yes. Yes. Today, go and read it. And read Causes of Backsliding. And see which of them points to the pastor's preaching. Or which of them points to the nationality of the people in the church. Or which of them points to any of the lady pastors. Or which of the reasons points to the location of the church, where the church is. Read it. And and search your Bible. Search the scripture. Say, what causes of backside? Which which of the causes is related related to the people in the church? You will discover. You will discover what people are up to. That they don't want to say and they don't say. And then then they, they take off. With all kinds of lies, because there's no character, no character. They can't endure. They can't endure. They couldn't. They couldn't say no to the weed. They couldn't say no to the drinking. They couldn't say no to the fornication. They couldn't say no to the clubbing. They couldn't say no to the all the silly. They could. They couldn't resist it. Now, when they think of coming to church, they feel more than I can't. I'll feel bad. Let me leave first. And let me live with stories. I don't feel bad anymore. I feel bad. I feel bad that somebody will backslide and go to hell. But I don't feel bad that I have done something. I have said something. Or somebody in the church or the church. No, no, no. It's not the church. I beg. It's not the church. It's not the church. It's not the church at all. If it was the church, you would have got. You have jumped off that train. People do things on train all the time. You stay on it. Embassies. And your workplace. You stay. You have stayed. It's not the church. I will beg you. Endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. How many verses have I read to you? Three. So you need one more. Are you sure you want the one more? Okay, I'll give you one more. Or is it time? Do you want to go home? Okay. The final passage. How many people remember endurance? 
in case there's lockdown, full lockdown again till December. And maybe the next time we'll meet will be 31st night. No, there's no apology. And nothing bad is happening to you. Jesus predicted it. There will be such times. There will be such times. There will be such moments. Where now, you see, it's rather a revelation to you of who you are and what you are. It's a revelation to you. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Do you want it in NLT or KJV? NLT. Okay. Let's start with NLT. This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the 12 tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. Verse 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. <laughs> when, when what comes your way? Birthday gifts. Christmas gifts. New shoes. Ah, sorry. When beloveds come your way. When troubles, when troubles, temptations, tests, when they come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. It's a wonderful paradox, isn't it? It's like how? I mean, how? Trouble, I should see trouble as great joy. Who celebrates when they are suffering and they are struggling? When they are, when they are being torn apart? When they are confused, when they don't know. See, look, I'm saying to you, you see, I'm reading the verses in a different climate. But put yourself when there's real trouble and you're alone and you have to make major decisions. Yes. The Bible is saying that then, then, in that state, not in this, not in this climate and atmosphere where you can see Bishop Richard's face, that you can go and ask him, what should I do? And he say, do this. When you are there, when you are there, alone, usually alone. Trouble times, trouble times are the times when you, you see that you're alone. How many of you have seen trouble before? And you realize that you were alone. That's yeah, trouble, that's trouble, trouble times, I'm telling you. You see that you're alone, but what you have, what you have is the Bible. The word, you have the word of God. The word of God. Trouble times is not a time to be discussing first love. Is the time for Bible and thank God for first start because there you were introduced to the Bible and to the word of God. Yes. It says that consider it an opportunity for great joy. Hmm. For you know when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow. 
Yeah. That, that thing is there. When your faith is tested, am I a believer? Am I an unbeliever? Should I compromise? Should I hold on? I mean, is it that real? Should I go on? Is it, is it, some of us, you see, we'll meet Daniel. We'll meet Daniel in heaven. He will really laugh at you at the point that you were trembling. He'll tell you that, look, me, I was put in the lion's den. You, you said what? You said, you said your, your mother said what? Hey. Or, your, or your classmate said what? You said what? You said what? You said, tell me. He will say, tell me. He said, we're here. We heard your prayers. We heard you crying and praying about something. When you started praying, we were looking for the lion. We couldn't see a lion. We said, we thought maybe a new, there's a new, a new creature on earth that we can't recognize. We want to see where you have been put that you are crying, you are crying so much to God. And then whilst Daniel is talking, Shadrach, Meshach, and I would be coming. You'll see some three boys coming your way. They'll say, <laughs> they'll say, Danny, Danny boy, who is that? Then Daniel said, do you remember 2020? There was a certain, there was a certain girl who was crying in the UK, UK. You know them, they have an accent that doesn't work in heaven. The UK. And we're all wondering that who has been thrown into a lion's den again? And when we went, we couldn't see the lion. We saw an auntie. Her faith was being tested. And we said, wow. Wow. We were thrown into fire. This is the end of our life. But we said, nay. We will not bend our knees. We will not deny our God. Wow. You are in the UK. In the UK. In the UK. Eating beggars. <laughs> we couldn't go. Then I would say, I wanted to convert that lion into a beggar, into steak. <laughs> No from today. No from today. I'm closing off. No from today. When your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. That is why the scripture started by saying that. Give me verse 2 again. When troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Because your endurance has a chance to grow. By the time the test for your faith is over, you're a better person. You're a bigger person. You're a stronger person. You're a more anointed person. You're someone with more revelation and understanding of God. You have more faith in God. By the time that test is over, because that test will end. Do not fail. You will not fail. The test, it will end soon. It will end soon. By the time it's over, may you come out smiling. Amen. What does verse 4 say? So let it grow. Let the endurance grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing.
when your endurance is fully developed. And your endurance will be fully developed. That is when, that's when your walk with God becomes sweeter and sweeter. Because you become perfect, that's matured and complete, needing nothing. When the wind, next time the test comes on your faith, you know that, look, God will deliver. God will take me through this. So you'll be in church smiling, sometimes singing, sometimes dancing. Nobody even knows what you are going through. People will think that, oh, this, this person, things are always good with her. She doesn't even understand. They'll be saying, oh, these people, this, this person, she said, everything is always completed. No, no, no. Because her endurance is fully developed. So she's matured. She's gone. She doesn't need anything. He said, what can you add to her life? She has God. She has a God. She's okay with her God. She's satisfied and pleased with her God. There's nothing that you can add to her life. Needing nothing. Give me King James. Let me read it in King James. Then we can go home. King James is the thing. From verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting my brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this. That the trying of your faith. Worketh patience. Don't take a shortcut when you are dealing with God. And don't think you know better. Don't take a quick fix when it gets to God. That it, if it feels as if God is not showing up. So let me sort myself out. Let me sort myself out. (laughs) But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Endurance shall be your portion. But you know what you're saying amen to? You know how endurance comes? Troubles, trials, temptations, temptations, so, so issues. But as you are breezing through by the grace of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit, by your confidence and trust in the word of God, as you are breezing through the temptations and the trials, patience, endurance is developing. You will have endurance. Amen. You will have stamina. Amen. You will survive. Amen. And you will make it. When we get the chance, we'll do chapter two of endurance. Yes. But we have to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So Caesar says that we shouldn't gather after Monday. So we'll wait till Caesar says that you can gather. Mm-hmm. He's giving us a chance to develop endurance. No, this time, this time round, I don't know how long this is, but this time round, you will do better than you have done now. Amen. Yes, you do better. Amen. You do better. Amen. You, do, you, you even want, you even say to yourself, the restrictions shouldn't be lifted. Because you want to, um, you want to develop the endurance even more. Amen. Even more. Even more. Even more. Floor prayer meeting, you'll be the first up. And you'll be texting your friends. Are you up? Are you up? Every standing. Every standing. Every standing. 
every standing, every path, every path, every praying, every praying, every coffee. I need some coffee. Even your housemates will ask you that what is happening to you? You tell them that I'm developing endurance. 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 I've seen a blessing in the season. I need my endurance to be working. Endurance. Patience. Perseverance. Yeah. You be the first half of flow prayer. Sunday, you'll be the first up there. When it gets to Grace Dance, you'll be the first. Wait, by the way, are you ready for Grace Dance this evening? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you'd forgotten about uh, Grace Dance. Let's pray for ourselves for three minutes. Andrew, come and touch the keys for us so that. Ah, Pray. Close your eyes and pray to God. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him for grace and mercy. Thank Him. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray. 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 Tell yourself you even do more, you win more souls, you become a stronger Christian, a better Christian, a better believer. It is not a time to backslide, it's not a time to compromise, it's not a time to become weak, it's a time to become better, 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 stronger. Pray for yourself. Pray. Oh yes, Jesus. Makapa shipa toshataya. Kapa palaba diba kapa lava hita lava hataya. Klama shitande leti sata. Kabala baba dabaya. Kabala baba dabaya. Kabala baba dabaya. Kabala baba dabaya. Kabala baba dabala baba. Kabi daba kataya baya. Papa liba kapa lava diba kapa lava kutaya. Ma de lava diba shakaya. Endure. Endurance. Pray that you will endure. Pray that you will survive. Pray that you will make it. Pray that you will become a better person. A better person. A better person. It's not a time. It's not a time to be falling away. It's not the time to making wrong friends and getting comfortable in wrong company and doing wrong things. It's a time to develop your endurance. To develop your endurance. To wait patiently for God. Wait patiently. Wait patiently for God's breakthrough and God's message. Ah, Nabashiba Katalabahataya. Lift up your two hands and thank God for this evening. The Lord. Thanking Him. Thanking Him. Thanking Him. Thanking Him. That you are making it through. Trials. Tests. Temptations. Every trial. Every form of trial. Every form of temptation. 
that you will overcome it. Every form, every test, every kind. Quickly, think fast and thank God for five tests and five temptations that you will overcome by His grace and His mercy. Thank Him for it. Mention five different types to Him. Thanking Him. Thanking Him that Lord you make a way. Lord you make a way for Him. Thank you Lord that I'll escape by your grace and by your power. These five big tests that I know are waiting for me that I know are coming my way that seem to be knocking on my door. Oh yes Jesus. Thank you. Thank Him. Thank Him. One, two, three, four, five. Thank Him. 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 Thanking Him that you, because you are counting it as joy. 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 Matala bishiba kapala bahatasaya. Papali bakaya. Count it. One, two, three, four, five. Get to five. Five big issues that you know, you know is knocking on you. Lord, Lord, thank you that I will overcome. Lord, thank you that I'll make it. Lord, thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But I'll not fall by the wayside. I'll not backslide. I'll not lose it, Lord. Because of any of these five tests and five temptations. But I'll make it and I'll overcome. Analabashiva katalabahipastotaya. Parandelebi kapatasa labatipasasa. Payo dibaya. Payo mifaba. Payo midikasta, payo miditata, payo femigopa, payo belibeta, fayoma, fayoma, fayoma. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you that for every test, every trial, every temptation, we know that according to your word, you shall make a way of escape for us. Thank you, Lord, for the escape routes, Lord. Let there be escape routes, Lord, for every trap, oh God. Every trap, every snare, every corner we've been backed up into, Lord. Today, Lord, we pray by your divine hand, by your mighty hand, oh God. Let there be a way. Let there be a way of escape for us. Cause us, oh God, to escape, oh God, from every test from every trial and from every power of darkness that is intended to cause us to backslide to cause us to fail to cause us to fall oh God let there be a way of escape I thank you father I thank you father that your saints and your children shall escape the snare of the enemy thank you oh God for your goodness for your kindness and for your great mercy Lord We trust in you, Lord. We believe in you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We are confident in you, O God, that you will save us, you will deliver us, and you will cause us to escape from every difficulty, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the end is glorious. The end is good. The end is great. The end is with you, O God. We will not lose you, O God. We shall be with you to the end. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen.
Lord say it better. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. How many of you are going to develop your endurance? Hey, for to develop, shall endure. I feel you will make it. When it feels like your back is against the wall. It's an English saying. It's not God's way. When your back is against the wall, God will surprise you. That your back is not against the wall. Your back is against a door. That door shall open for you and it shall be your way of escape. It shall make a way. Where there seems to be no way. Where there seems to be no way. Where there seems to be no way. I encourage you to trust him. Walk with him. Even when you are alone at home, watching online things, let God be with you. Believe in God. God. Everybody's not backsliding. People are growing. In this season, you will also grow. And you will also mature. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.